Hello, this is Valerie Aiello, and you are listening to Idea Diary. Thanks for coming back to my office and hanging out. All right, so today I am researching, thinking, trying to figure out if I actually want to bother with trademarking something. Part of me does not care because I feel like things are going to get stolen no matter how much money you have, no matter how much you try to cover yourself. Anyone can steal an idea and tweak it in a way that you can't, you can't fight it. For example, there was the For Dummies series that kind of was a huge craze, I guess in the 90s is when it came out. And then another company copied their idea and called their book series, The Idiot's Guide to whatever. Both companies had, I guess, pretty good brands and they were recognizable, say in a Barnes and Noble or something like that. But it was the exact same concept and what made someone purchase one book versus another, maybe on the same topic, was maybe price, possibly, maybe a couple bucks, but it was more probable that it was just whoever had their particular subject of a four dummies or an idiot's guide book whatever bookstore had the book that they wanted to buy right there in person was probably the deciding factor on which brand they chose and both of them had pretty good brands so is copying something such a big deal I just I've come to the point and I've been copied so many times and things have been stolen that I don't care anymore But what I do care about is somebody telling me that I can't do something because they've gone and copywritten something that perhaps they've stolen from me or stolen from somebody, then they go and copyright it. I was watching an entrepreneur on a kind of like a yoga guru type of channel where she she focuses on the mind and body and spirituality stuff, but then she also goes into money mindset and entrepreneurship because that's just where her brain is at. Anyway, she was interviewing this guy and he was talking about how he would look on Kickstarter and see cool ideas and then he would just take the concept, take the drawings, or he'd draw up something that was pretty much the same idea and he'd send an email off to China and ask whoever his China distributor, creator of stuff, you know, he had had things made before and he would just basically take that same idea, have $100,000 in his bank account or however much it was. And the person in China would just say, yeah, we can make that. And he would bring the product to market before the people inside the Kickstarter even got a chance to actually fund their project and actually start making it. So I think it just happens. Not that I'm condoning it. I think it's completely awful. When you are an idea person, usually you've got 100 ideas a day. And some ideas you really fall in love with. And sometimes it doesn't always work out the way that you think. And ideas do get stolen or it's an idea that's too soon to come to market or an idea that's too late to come to market. There's like a lot of factors. There are a lot of factors that can derail you. But the one thing that would really, that would really make me mad is if I made something and I checked all the trademarks, usually when I'm making something before I 
put it on the marketplace. There are two places that I look before I put something on the marketplace to sell. And one of those things is the USPTO, United States Patent and Trademark Office, using the trademark electronic search system, which is called TESS. And I'll put a link to this URL in, in the show description. It's basically the trademark electronic search for a similar name, a similar product, a similar company based on logos, all kinds of stuff. Usually people don't put the greatest amount of information when they're trademarking something. And I'm guessing that could be because they did it themselves and they didn't do it properly. Or maybe the system actually isn't all that great when it comes to searching images and what their thing is really about. And the second thing that I check is called tmhunt.com. So trademark hunt. And their trademark search, but it's only for clothing. So for example, somebody probably has the trademark for a t-shirt that is, what would Jesus do? I remember that was kind of a trademark that happened that was kind of a tad bit controversial. So I'm searching on the multi-word search, what would Jesus do? And I can see that. Somebody has applied for the trademark just for clothing. So that's usually on a t-shirt. Maybe it's hats as well. But that trademark is dead. So whoever applied for it and got it in 2013, they never, they didn't reapply for the trademark. So the trademark is dead in the system. Now, does that mean you could make a bunch of t-shirts that say, what do Jesus, What would Jesus do? And put them on Amazon? Possibly, but when you're doing Amazon, say Amazon merch or putting your own products on the Amazon store, they're really picky about things. And I almost wonder if they might stop selling your shirt even though a trademark is dead. They just might, they might get nervous and not, and not let you sell that. But I'm just speculating. I've just heard a lot of stories about people putting stuff on on Amazon that seemed like it would be okay. And Amazon pulls it just out of being overly cautious. Even though you're allowed to sell it, they take the position of if it's even questionable at all, they won't they won't sell something. Just they're afraid of getting sued. And I'm sure they get sued probably 10 times a day. So anyway, there's two websites that I search for just in general when I'm creating something and trying to make sure that I don't infringe on anyone else's copyright. And what I'm trying to do today is figure out if I want to figure out if I want to apply for a trademark for a book series. Even though the book titles are kind of very common words, I'm hoping that it can have the series trademarked in a way that it's all about the logo and the branding and the way that things are made to make it look different than any other product. And I'm just safe from somebody stealing the concept and possibly telling me, even though I came up with something first and first to the marketplace, if they can make it and trademark it and do the whole rigmarole and it looks similar, then I'm kind of screwed because they've gone through the trouble to actually pay the 300 bucks or the 800 bucks or whatever it ends up costing to actually do. I might just have to spend that money and 
cover the my basis just to avoid someone telling me that I can't do something that I've done first. What I am doing is more of a for dummies thing to where it's a little bit common, but a little bit unique, but potentially thousands of ideas. And it's a little bit different than say Chicken Soup for the Soul, where those books, even though they all have the same name, it's like a real very specific stories and beginning to end. It's like totally there's no one could take pretty much any page of that book and copy it and say, what, what do you mean? This is something anyone would do. What's the big deal? Whereas what I'm doing, it is sort of very common. And I could just see somebody stealing the whole thing and then telling me that I can't do it. I guess probably gonna spend the money on the trademark. But the one thing that does always stick in my mind is a guy called Guy Kawasaki. And he worked for Apple. He was one of the famous first employees of Apple. And he's a really great speaker. I will link a video in the show description of him talking about kind of doing a startup and creating something. He always has these speeches that are only have 10 things that he's mentioning. And he only has 10 slides. And he's very to the point. But the one thing that he said that always has stuck with me is getting a patent is stupid and the only thing that you get a patent for is to tell your parents and have your parents be proud of you that you have a patent because any company that's bigger can steal anything and they can outlawyer you to the 10th degree and you'll never be able to fight it to the point where you will actually win it's very very rare it has happened before but you're not going to be able to outlawyer a giant company. I just try to make things as unique as possible. I try not to infringe on anyone's thing as much as possible. And I try to, you know, always do the right thing as much as I can, which is researching the trademark database before I put something on the marketplace or before I really fall in love with the idea because a lot of times there are twin ideas out in the in the world. And I do want to like research this a lot more because I've only kind of heard heard this story and I don't really know if it's really true or what. I feel like it is really true because the person that talked about it was really good source. This person worked with Michael Jackson and Michael Jackson would be writing songs all night long. And this one time he called his lawyer in the middle of the night, so four in the morning or something, told the lawyer that he needed him to file for a copyright for the song that he just wrote. And the lawyer was like, can I just do that in the morning? And Michael Jackson was like, no, I have to have this done right now. I have to have it filed. And the reason why he gave is that if he didn't file it, as soon as possible, then Prince was going to think of the same song and write the same song and publish it by the morning before Michael Jackson could get it published. And I know that sounds insane, but I do kind of believe in twin ideas and things happening at the same time to two different people. And they do have the same idea. And it's just kind of about who gets the idea out first and gets it going and makes it a reality. And I think we've kind of all had that thing where it's like, I had that idea and then someone else made it years later and made it successful. And you're like, why didn't I just do it? So that's a similar thing. But really, there are two things that can happen, which is the twin idea thing and 
the idea is totally unique and totally weird. And you would think no one else in the whole world would ever have a similar concept. But they do. There's someone out there having it at the exact same moment that you are. And it's like a race to see who can get it. And then there's first level ideas, which is first level ideas where everyone will kind of have the same concept and idea. And you've got to be the first one to take that simple idea to the marketplace, or you've got to be the first one to make that simple idea super unique and not just so unique and so beautiful that it just, it actually seems more complicated than it is, but it's really a simple idea. Anyway, that's just what's on my mind today. So that's the show. I still don't know how to end the show, so I'm just going to play the music. <laughs>